Welcome to the Coach's Lounge Podcast, dedicated to the experiences from the real coaches' offices around the country. These are the great stories we love to share and hear from the gridiron, court, and fields across America. Now, join coaches Kevin Flanagan and Matt Marshall as they open the lounge now. All right, guys, the lounge is back, back and open again. Got another round of awesome guys talking to us about some fun stuff. Um, Coach, let's just don't even be around the bush. Let's tell everybody who we've got today because I'm really ready to dip into this. I want to get into these guys' brains and see what they're about here. So who are we talking to? All right, let's do it. We got uh, Eric Wells. Eric is the assistant athletic director now at Pearland ISD in Houston. And uh, – Head coach for a long time down in Pearland at Pearland Dawson. And then uh, I, prior to that, he was at Pearland and uh, Lamarck and probably some other places. That's I, it. I, that's it? Mm-hmm. Man, three stops. Yeah. It's always amazing. You get guys that hadn't been fired near as many times as I have. So it's hard to catch up. And then uh, Tony Heath. Tony, uh, also, these two guys both work together at uh, Pearland and uh, work together at Lamarck and. You you had to have worked someplace else besides. I worked uh, two other places. I worked three years at Santa Fe, and then I was uh, UTA University of Texas Arlington. The year they cut the program, I was a GA there. Program killer. I was program killer. (laughs) There you go. Good deal. Uh, Yeah. So it's funny because one thing I told my wife when I got married, I said, "You're marrying a football coach number one." So if you you were in this thing, we're in it. Said, "Get ready to move. Get ready to you know be a coach's wife. We got to be a lot of places in our in our lifetime." Heck, we were at three schools. We moved yeah, once like, in 31 years. So wow, why is that? <laughs> why is that the norm with football coaches? Like they they just kind of tend to move around a lot. Why is that? Why why don't most most coaches have that luck that you have? I think I mean, and again, it, it, I was in a very unique situation uh, to ha- for that to happen. But uh, people trying to move up, trying to be better themselves. You know, a lot of them started a junior high, and from a junior high, they move up to a freshman coach, freshman coach coordinator. Well, to get to get to a varsity position, they got to move to another school or maybe to another area. Maybe they get part of a staff that got fired, or you know, staff their coach is leaving, getting promoted, so he moves with him. So it's just you know, it's kind of a uh, you know chain reaction in, in the coaching world. Y'all been in some good places though. I mean, how many between the two of you? Well, pretty much the same since y'all work together for most of the time, but how many state championships as assistant and head coaches? Go ahead. I've had two, both at Lamarck. And then uh, we were both at Lamarck. We we participated in four state championships together. We won two yeah. of them. And then when we went to Pearland uh, in 01, we went to state semifinals. And then in 06, we went to state semifinals. Uh and then Dawson came open. He took the head job at Dawson. And then at Pearland, we kept we worked. And then in 2010, we won a state championship. And 13, we got beat in the finals. So I've been able to participate in six state championships and been a part of three states. Wow. Win awesome. three. And Eric, so, you, 2010, didn't y'all get beat in the semi? Didn't y'all go to the semifinals at Dawson? 2009 was our first year. We got beat by Lake Travis in the semifinals. And then in 11, again, in the semifinals. So, yeah, we've had – it's been fun. You know, Pearland's been a good spot, especially from when me and uh, Tony decided to leave Lamarck after playing in four <laughs> state championships in a row and go to Pearland and hadn't really won a whole lot when we got there. So you guys have known each other for how long, would you say? Uh, um, 30 years. Yeah. How many? Probably around 30 years. All right. So yeah. this is the perfect setting for this. 
give us the dirt. You guys got to have some stuff on it. I mean, like, you, I mean, this is this is this is what you've been waiting 30 years for is to be able to go. You know what? Remember that time I told you I was going to get you back? Oh, Jackpot. Hell, here, we go. here we go. That's what because you know what? Listen, let's be honest. Everybody has X's and O's podcast. That's great. Nobody yeah. gives a crap about that. They want to hear the juice. Right. And. We consider ourselves, you know, juice makers. So let's let's have it. What do you got? What, what people people never leave these things clean because there's always mud being slung. Well, so there's a lot of stories at Lamarck. Uh, probably the one. Probably about leaving Lamarck. Won't yeah. you tell that story? Yeah, That's yeah. How, how we got to Pearland? Why don't you start Land there? Is a unique situation, and then the, we've got stories about while we was Lamarck and and everything there, but. Lamarck had been Lamarck had won nine games in ten years. I mean, excuse me, Pearland had won nine games in ten years. They were nine ninety and one, and so they were pretty bad. And uh, I actually had just moved to Pearland because my wife worked downtown. And I worked in Lamarck, and it was an easy. It's kind of a halfway for both of us. And the job came open, and I mean, I'm kind of looking at it and don't see people a lot of interest in it or anything because again they'd only won nine games well one friday afternoon raining i go and i go i said what the heck i said i went i updated my resume and i walked it in and i walked in the ad's office rainy afternoon friday afternoon i said hi my name's tony heath i'm at lamarck and uh, i'd like to apply for the head job that's that's how it went he goes really so we had a conversation and everything and nothing went from there and i you know Later that, and then later that week, he calls me back. Says, "Let's really talk about this." And so I got an interview, an official interview with the AD. Absolutely, he took me around toward the area and everything. And so nothing done with that. Well, Pearland had made the playoffs in basketball for the first time, and. I don't know many years, and so I told Wells, and this was kind of a, a, a comp. This wasn't me trying to get this job. This was us. I mean, I said, "Well, I'm gonna try to get this. You can go with me." Talking about like, this gentleman yeah, here, Coach Wells. He goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes "Let's go. Let's do it. Let's see if He's we can. making himself sound good over here. I know. No, this. <laughs> and I, I go. He goes. This is a package deal. You know, me and Wells. This is a package. If we're gonna do it. So anyway, they're playing the basketball game, and I said, "Hey, they got a basketball game there. Let's let's go. Let's go watch a game." And so me, him, and actually my wife and my son who's a baby and an infant and baby care we go to this basketball game and we're sitting up there and we see these i see the ad down there and we see these other people they keep turning around staring at us the whole time half time i go up get something to drink he walks in there and goes hey you know that lady sitting right there that's assistant soup she said nice he goes, he goes you think you can impress her I said, yeah. I said, yeah. Give me a chance. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, long story short, I go interview and uh now, did you go talk to her at the game? No, oh. I didn't meet her at the game. Oh. He calls me back. I get a I get that, you know, that group as they do the committee interview. You know, actually with but this was with the the soup. He he was an older man. She was kind of the ringleader of this whole thing. Her and a couple other administrators and I get the job. Long story short, anyway, we get it and we take it. And so we accept the job, go to the board. The next day, me and Wells, the head coach's office was a closet in Paraland. Wow. So me and him, were, we're sitting in this office and go, oh, the, what are we doing here? <laughs> and we're sitting there and all of a sudden the old bubbly OAD, he, he starts wallowing in there. And, you know, he's one of these kind of jolly Joes. And he goes, well, congratulations. And I said, appreciate it. And uh, 
And, you know, the other, only reason I got this job because nobody else wanted it. They didn't want to hire Tony <laughs> Hayes. They, they knew I was at a great program at Lamarck, Lamarck Texas, and, and I say me, we. And so they, they wanted to hire somebody from a successful program, you know, and, and because they couldn't get anybody else. I was the only, we were the only fools to take it. But we took it. And so he goes, hey, you know. Man, we quit our other jobs at Lamarck yeah, already. Just keep already, that in mind. That's yeah. a very important part of the so, story. Before so, confirmation of the new job. No, we, no, we, we had confirmation. Oh, okay. But we quit. Said, Boom, and so here we go. Cleaned out desk and everything. She and anyway, so AD goes. You know, he goes. I'm not, and I only signed a one year contract. And he goes, you know, they're not going to mess with you for three years. But if they do, you know, I ain't got to worry at least because if they fire you, they'll fire me, and I can retire. And I go, well, hell, I can retire. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I'm just starting this thing. I, go, I got a brand new baby. Reassuring. You was, might as well hear that from like somebody strapped to you yeah, if you're going yeah. like bungee, like a skydiving, and that's the guy behind you. Like, if I just you, if it breaks, you hit first. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, you, and you know, coach, you know, what's funny, you know, if when you hire, you know, you go, well, hey, I want to bring in coaches, and I've got to have pretty much control of hiring assistants and I'll put them in sports. Obviously you trust me for this position. You trust me to hire good coaches for other sports. So that's a pretty common thing it's common for thing people that hired. don't know football too much. They, if a new coach comes in, he it, usually yeah. brings in people, you his own guys. People for and, sure. and they're going to coach a second sport and you plug them in as assistants to other sports, track, baseball, freshman basketball, gotcha. anything other than the varsity assistant, but you know, the others. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to find good ones. Sometimes you don't, ones. sometimes you miss. But, sometimes but you hit the lotto. Yeah. Well, anyway, he goes, he goes, you know, that about you hire, you know, you told him that you won that control of that. And they said, okay, we need to rethink that. He goes, I think that, you know, I think those other coaches need to be in on your hiring. And I think they need control whether you hire them or not. And I'm going, the other coaches that are already there. Oh, yeah. And they go for my assist for a freshman coach and which is going to be my varsity coach. And I'm going back. So Alan Waddell was our head coach at Lamarck. You know, he's, a&M assistant, work for Art Browse, great guy. I go back and tell him, he goes, man, you're a fool if you stay. I tell Wells over there going, what the? He goes, we just took this job. He, go, he goes, stay and go where? He goes, stay or he go goes where? you're crazy to stay at Paraland. He goes, if they're already telling you this, he goes, you're never going to have any control. You're never going to win there. So I went And I'm back. going to make sure he'll give us our jobs back yes. before he says that. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah. I said, you giving our job? He goes, I hadn't hired nobody. He goes, I'll hire you back here. So they, so <laughs> I'm sweating. And, and you got to understand, number one, I'm nervous as heck. This is my first head job. And, I mean, we're over there. <laughs> That's so me and So me and Wells and my my wife and, and my kid again, Connor, we get in the car and probably shouldn't have done this, but we, we grab a 12 pack and we get on the backcountry roads and we start driving about this thing. We start talking about it. You and the baby. Uh, me, the baby. You and the, ba you and the baby well, started drinking. Me, yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> you ever been to Lamarck? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> why y'all? Let, let's 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 clarify it. Lamarck, not Lamarck. not to be confused with Lamar, yeah. which, Lamarck, Texas, yeah, Galveston yeah. County, yeah, yeah, Galveston County. So, anyway, I'm trying to make try to cut this, get to other stories, but we drive around. We said, you know what? It isn't worth it. It isn't worth it. this. Is this going to be a suicide? So I go back. I tell the assistant soup. I say, I told her. I said, hey, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give this job back to you mm. and it flattens her and she goes why and i told her the reasons i said you know i'm starting my career out and i'm already getting told these things and as i've been advised by a couple other go unless y'all are committed you know this is not what we want to do she said well i'll bring this back to the superintendent and let him know well all of a sudden i get a call from the superintendent and says i want to meet with you and i'd left ten thousand dollars on the table let's go back and talk that I, when i got hired i got hired 
ten thousand less than what the what they were asking. So okay for the for the opportunity for, yeah, to be a head coach. Yeah, for the opportunity to be a head coach. So let's let's keep that in mind. So I go back and visit with the uh, with the superintendent. And he goes, well, if I correct this and I correct this, can we get you back? And I said, no, you got it. I said, no, what, two other things. I said, you hired me on a one-year contract. I said, this is too risky. I want a one-year, I want a two-year rollover, and I want that $10,000 that I didn't get. And he wow. goes, and Wells goes, did you put something in for me? <laughs> and I did. I got the assistant jobs up. Wow. And, and you this know, is all within, a, this is all within, and, and again, this the story kind of sets the tone for what happened at Paraland because at that point they probably wouldn't have never believed in me. They knew that we were serious that we wanted to bring a program to Paraland and he committed himself. We committed ourselves. There's trust. There's trust and there's, there's a trust of seriousness. You know, yeah. we're, we're all, we're both serious about this job. And, and the AD found out from the superintendent, his expectations. Yeah. And so that in mind, got us to where we were and then we we took the job in Paraland and you know I kind of the rest is history 195 wins later 20 years later it Paraland's turned out to be a, a great place they're perennial powerhouse as of the yeah, last you know it, it, what five ten years right I mean oh, like, less more probably than that, 20 too. well I mean I'm, yeah. you know, 19, really. I, I'm too young yeah. to, under, to remember all that stuff but whatever you know hey you know and let's, let's not go back and, or gloss over the fact that that's a very bold move for somebody trying to get their first coaching job too to come back and then have demands like that's yeah. after you've done that and well i guess you have that safety net of like I well i've got now. this job, got job still so, here, so now but, i can see how much i can get out of it rumors came out in the town i mean there was rumors that, that the the baptist preacher got a hold of me because supposedly <laughs> he was had fits with the school district uh, you got a tie you got, you know. <laughs> but, what most people don't know is i mean i quit my job at lamar and then he quit our job at Pearland. So I'm kind of just sitting over <laughs> in the sidelines. And when he said, yeah, I, I turned it down. We're not going. I was like, okay, you know, I'm about to walk in there and go, I'll take it. Because <laughs> right. I just wanted a job. I got nothing else. Like, I just wanted a job. What can they do? Tell me no? Not at this point. They need a coach. And I'll take 10 grand less. Yeah. I'll let anybody hire my guys. I got nothing else. Oh, but it, it was it was awesome. It worked out great. Uh you know, we had – it was tough, but uh, we had a good time uh, doing some crazy things. They didn't have anything when we got to Pearland. I mean, it was just really a build culture, build facilities, yeah. everything. And we even – you know, me and Tony took on the role of a concession stand at baseball games, me and him, and we were slinging nachos and hot dogs <laughs> and cooking on the grill. That's interesting because I've never seen Flanagan do that. Uh, hopefully, he never Probably has won't. to. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, he never has to do that. But Literally, it was a school that that nobody – the players didn't want to wear their letter jackets. There were two There were two awards that sat in the dress room. It's the only, only thing that said football. There was a fighting hard and an MVP. And that is all that, that there was nothing that represented football in that in that school. Wow. And uh so and, they y'all were they won nine games in ten years prior to you getting yeah. there. Mm -hmm. How long before you had your first winning season? Oh heck. <laughs> You're one. Really? Two and eight going to state, baby. We made the playoffs our first year. We made year. the playoffs wow. first year going two and eight. Two and eight, we, and, and didn't know when we were on our way home from our last game that we were in the playoffs. And then, and then it was get, a three-way tie, wasn't it? Or yeah, four-way like, tie. It was like six teams in the district, and 
I guess two or three go to the playoffs and we, at that time. You know, of, the, of the district games we won two of them were in the district and we got back and somebody says hey y'all made the playoffs I said no we didn't we're joking <laughs> with me they go yeah I said oh crap <laughs> so we get Galveston first round of the playoffs Galveston ball <laughs> G-ball baby the ball huh? uh, so okay so you guys have been around each other for a long time you know each other inside and out what really I'm gonna ask you first what what is it that really drives you nuts about this guy what does he do that just drives you crazy that you can't stand um he's uh he's <laughs> <laughs> there's gotta be something where you're like you know what it's I'll give you an example he may not know this coach Flanagan may not know this but he has he has a nickname he's kind of known as last minute flan because he's he, he everything is last minute and and uh and so that that, that has a tendency to drive some people nuts um not me of course i would never i, I mean no but that's last minute flan there's got to be something where you're like this guy it, 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 it's always this with him well one one of the things especially early on you know because i'm 29 i offensive coordinator at a big school they're not winning yet but i mean it's like he's stressed, I'm stressed. We're trying to make this thing happen together, and uh, he can't type. Okay, he cannot type. Are you a pecker? Oh my gosh, peck, peck, peck. he is a pecker. Can't spell. That's the thing. And so there's he's a lot of correct now. Spell check. So there's a lot. Takes you a while to spell it wrong. There's yes. a lot of typos on things that go out. Okay, and so I'll give you a great example of that. Like when we get this thing kind of going, and he sends out a list of things. Uh, right before football season that all the coaches have to do and have ready for our 9 o'clock staff meeting. So, you know, you got all the coaches on there and there's Wells and he wants offensive workout, game plan, formation sheet. And we had a JV team that was our maroon JV team. Okay. So he puts on there, he needs a maroon rooster instead of roster. Okay. That's fair. So I get my packet together, give it to all the coaches and the head coach. Tony. And so he's going through the thing. Hey, we got weight work out of this. You know, we got to home visit these kids and he's going through the list and he turns the page and there's a full page and it's just this maroon rooster on a piece of paper. And he goes, and he says, what the hell is this? And everybody has one. I'm like, it's a, it's a maroon rooster. She has for man. And I was like, it's on your list. And he looks at it and he's like, no, I didn't. It's like, it's workout maroon rooster. And I'm like, no, you really asked for one. And yeah. so it took me a while, but I made one. Yeah. There it is. And everybody has one. What do, we do? what do we do with it? So there was a lot of uh, kind of jokes in the office with Tony and his uh, typing skills. Yeah. With, you see that with coaches. A lot of coaches, they're like OCD about things. Like if they're yeah. not spaced properly or everything has to be caps or um, like, I mean, there's – so with all these type A personalities in a coaching office, that's got to – it's got to drive some guys nuts, yeah? Yeah, it, it, it was a big uh, – he was a brunt of a lot of jokes when he came to – The lottery. Yeah. I got I got, I got, got a big – I got one of the coaches, uh, he, you know, when the lottery scratch-offs came out, when they started them, well, they, they pulled these lottery tickets out. And he's got one. I said, I'll buy it for me for – he sets me up and goes, hey, anybody want to buy this for a dollar or whatever? I'll sell it. I said, oh, I'll buy it. I'm big bucks. I'll give you a dollar. Six days. And, uh, <laughs> no, not then. <laughs> and uh, so I buy it from him. And, I mean, he put me for the right. So I'm scratching. And it says, I mean, I won more and I win, you know, $10,000. It said I win $10,000. I scratch it. And I'm over there. Holy shit. I mean, I'm going <laughs> 
Holy crap. <laughs> look, look. I'm like, are you sorry? I'm just, I'm acting a fool. He's running around. He's on his back. He's on his back. He's on his back. Dead cockroach. Hey, dead cockroach. Hold the ticket. You dumbass. He sold me for $1. And I got $1. He's talking smack. talking smack. He goes, read the bag. <laughs> I forget it's, it, it made some you goes, you if you believe this you're a fool or whatever. No, he said redeem at your mama's house. <laughs> what it said. At your mama's house. And I went, oh man, I was pissed. I was, <laughs> now only if we had cell phones back good. then where you could record that. Oh right? my gosh, that would have oh, been awesome. Well, yeah, because literally I I mean, I thought I'd won ten thousand dollars. I mean, I was like awesome. And uh they got me. They okay, got me well then that. let's go both ways then. What drives you nuts about him? There's gotta be some stuff, right? Uh, I mean uh, you there's a lot of stuff there's gotta be stuff. this dude i mean he uh yeah i mean i guess i guess me being the butt of his jokes because he's he's very i mean being a football coach the guy is uh an extreme pianist you wouldn't believe it or not get him on the piano well there's piano a piano in here. here we're going to get a little demonstration uh, we'll later. get a demonstration you'll go holy crap and a magician card tricks his card tricks you see him do card tricks all the time he had this thumb i'm gonna get a deck of cards yeah, over here uh, leave, hey, hey, get one because he'll 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 play i mean he's got many card tricks and but he had this thumb trick and i mean he just cracked me up there's one that he you know sit there with uh have have a dollar bill and he'd sit there and actually tear it up or something and then put it down stuff it and he'd stuff it in a hole he had actually a fake thumb down there he's putting it in and then come back and then pull it back and he'd had another dollar and pulled out a whole dollar his tricks were i mean the dude he had some extraordinary tricks awesome and i'm gonna find us i'm gonna find us some cards and i want you to teach me because i want to know card tricks because i want to blow my kid's mind i need to know how to do this sure so sure. you're just mad because you're I so could, gullible and you're the brunt of everything. Yeah, I'm the brunt of all the jokes, but I mean, I'm so gullible. Oh, I'm more, you. Really more you. jealous of him oh. of, of, of the of the Whatever. talent that the dude has. I mean, all, you realize he had a Mozart, yeah. Mozart in, uh yeah. literally, literally. You, I mean, you know, he he gets hired for weddings or whatever. I mean, he can he can, yeah, the seriously man can, the man can play. Really, the man. Can Where'd play. you learn to do that? Growing up, you just growing up, just from little bitty you know taking a few lessons here and there and uh just kept playing you know even when i was in college and my wife uh when i turned 40 she gave me that was probably one of the best gifts i got she bought me a brand new baby grand like a brand new black, wow uh, black baby grand piano baby grand piano. wow yeah. and i play it all the time still that so is. he's mozart and a magician yeah. well i don't know Chats about a magician talent. too much yeah. or mozart but the, the something, something to pass the time it's a hobby but uh yeah i mean it, it's we're kind of a good laurel and hardy i mean i'm 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 the point of the jokes most of the time well he's really but, clumsy and so that's the thing that he always <laughs> is like he, he gets to the he really brings it on himself because he is maybe the clumsiest person super smart but clumsy which is ironic when you think about you're teaching a very meticulous sport that is very skill oriented. And believe me, I actually was not a bad player. I mean, <laughs> believe it or not, but uh, I'm, I'm But there's usually not a challenge that I won't try to take. I mean, that's you true. Know. Accident okay, prone that's is very, probably you know, better my, word. Accident prone. Okay, Accident okay. Prone, okay. My, probably better. I, I, one of my son, you know, and he was there, and my son had a a little bicycle and i mean i'm out front and i'm riding this dude had a skateboard ramp i said i, I remember back in the days we used to build boards you know and you used to go and jump off that bike 
Well, I didn't look at really how it was. And I mean, I took it on. A little steep. <laughs> riding full speed. And I hit that skateboard jump. And it's like straight up. Up. Bam. On my back. I couldn't. Mike goes one way. I was there. Mike goes one way. He's in the air like this. And you're how old at this point? Oh, I'm 40 years old. Oh, yeah. 40. I'm 40 years old doing this. No, I mean, he lands flat on his tail in the middle of the street. Yeah, of of course, course, Eric rushed of over course. to help you, I'm no, sure. I couldn't get up. I was laughing so hard. But the bad thing is, is, like, is I'm get that man another beer. Come on. Next, you know, we go to work the next day, and he – and obviously i said man don't don't say nothing and i mean i walk in what everybody just blind up i mean <laughs> yeah he definitely uh when he tells me stuff like that don't say nothing to nobody that's just like free game now. that's just like a billboard saying how he, wa he walked into the office one morning about i don't know i was there kind of getting things set up to start watching film he walks in and he's got these wind pants on he's like i mean he's barely moving limping like he's limping he's dragging a leg basically <laughs> i said what happened he goes i don't even want to tell you i just i'm not even going to tell you so I, I follow him in there and i said come on man what happened you can't coach like this i mean what's going on he goes no I'm, i mean i'm fine i'm gonna be fine i'm tough you know all that so he pulls his pants leg up on those wind pants and he's got these huge like lacerations on the side of his leg like right below his calf and i said what in the world happened he goes well believe it or not i weed-eated myself <laughs> and i said what happened he said i stepped in ants and i'm trying to get the ants off and the whole time he's just weeding the other leg <laughs> Uh, true story. Oh is it a true story? That's true. true story. Um, which again. again would not be hilarious if you saw a camera phone out there videoing you worried about the ants on one leg and yeah, the dog I mean, on weed I'm, eater I'm on the other. Leg. I forgot it was wide open. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I, I'm holding it down. Just let go and forget dropping it or anything. That would make sense. So, what are some of the other uh, some of the other pranks that they've gotten on you? It sounds like uh, it's pretty much fair game, and uh, there's been lots of opportunities. It pretty much was. I was pretty good for set set uh, set them up. I know at Lamarck they got me pretty good. Uh, we're we're playing we're a JV game. We're actually going over to. Uh, Baytown and way it worked, Allen would he would designate somebody head coach, other guys offense coordinator, defense coordinator, and they go, you go play a game. Well, I'm designated head coach that day, and so we go over to Baytown and we're gonna play a JV game, and you know we're, we're gonna make it look, you know, we're trying to follow the book. We get together, we're gonna get together, we're gonna just like on varsity, we're gonna, we're gonna say the Lord's prayer and get ready to go. I mean business, and we're business, and so I get together, man, here, and so I'm head coach. I'm gonna lead this sucker, and usually, on, you know, on Friday nights, you start, you know, you start the Lord's prayer, and usually say, you know, our Father and about then the whole team gathers in here we roll well mm -hmm. we get in here with the jvs this is the first game this is the first jv game by the way of the year so they really don't know and i go okay together in. we'll say the lord's prayer and i go our father <laughs> and, and, and nobody say nothing and so and i'm going and i freeze and i think i said part of the national anthem <laughs> Uh, the pledge, uh, America the beautiful. He I sounds like uh, America beautiful. Hey, pur Purple uh, Mountain Majesty, <laughs> <laughs> to the point where he finally said, "All right, win on three, everybody." <laughs> Him and him, it was it was Eric Wells and Mark Knobs, head coach at, at uh, Brazosport. They it was us three together. So that's like uh, a, was three it? stooges. Uh, Literally, yes. I got stuck that's and great. I'm going, "Okay, let's go play." <laughs> win on three. Yeah. What about stuff on the field? 
Oh, let's see. On the field. I don't know. Stuff that's not like the play was supposed to go this way and the dude cut back and the pulling guard and all that. But like just stuff where you're just like, how did that even happen in like the real world? Like, like how is this even happening right now? I don't understand. You can't even believe it's happening. It just seems I think I was involved in one of those moments in Pearland. Yeah. When I was at Westbrook, I went over there for a playoff game and, uh, it's like 70 to – I don't know what that thing wound up. But my, I found myself saying that the whole time. What is happening? That's, uh, no, they kicked our tail. Yeah, it was our first year in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, it was brutal. Probably that, that prayer. Well, it may be. Yeah. I may prayer, 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 hey, uh, hey I, I figured out the prayer. I got it right. When a prayer ends with, all right, guys, went on three. Yeah. <laughs> you got the big man on your side right. for sure. That's right. It was one of those games where, I mean, when we played each other, just – I mean, well, luckily I uh, – it was something happened where we got to play at our place. Yeah, yeah. It was like a coin flip or something. Somebody lost where it ended up us playing each other. And uh, it was, you know, everything goes right that goes right, and everything goes wrong goes wrong for him. I mean, so I'm glad it went wrong for him and right Kept for me. Kept going wrong that night, too, because sometime after we ate, the uh, trainer came over and said, hey, uh, I don't want to bother you. The game's been over an hour and a half at this point, or an hour. And he said, uh, we got a flat tire on the trailer out here. <laughs> well, when were you going to let me know? And so I thought now, so I don't know what you're going to do. We're going home. And so they got uh, – they had to call out a wrecker and yeah. all that stuff. And then, of course, we go in Beaumont. We're going to go – the best way is to go back over the, the beltway, the I yep. think, the bridge right there. Well, Beaumont ISD would not let the buses have a uh, toll tag. So coming over to y'all's place for that game, we had like six buses. I had to – I was in the first bus – and I had to stop and give this lady a bunch of quarters and dollars to pay for I got all these buses behind me. We're coming back. The, the booth was shut down. You only could go back with that. We didn't know that until we got there. Right. And we had to turn around and go back around and stuff. And then it was a wreck. I mean, it was three in the morning before we got back. So it just kept getting worse. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. What a brutal night. When yes, we were it was. When we were at probably first year, we were still at Presner, and we were having a powder puff game. And, you know – Obviously, it was planned out somehow because car pulls up, drop a cute naked kid off, and he takes off running through the pot right through the middle of the field, wow. all the way down. And and one of our coaches was refereeing the game, and so when the kid you know breaks to get to the other end, he starts off, and man, he starts chasing him, and then after about fifteen yards, he stops and he thinks. Later, he said. I thought, what am I going to do if I catch him? I'm not going to tackle this naked kid. And then the kid jumped the fence, jumped in the truck, and took off. And I was like, oh, gosh. History has been made. What have we got ourselves into? You know what? I don't understand. You just brought up a a very great point. If somebody's a streaker, if you don't want to get caught, you're going to jump in your car and take off. Why not? cover your head and nothing else i mean they're not going to know what you look like from the bottom down right i, don't know. I mean but you let your head exposed you're still gonna get caught you sure. big dummy that, that makes sense it goes yeah. against the rules of streaking one funny story was uh i think this might have been our first might have been our first year at Paraland, and uh we're sitting out and we're getting ready for one of the very first games we're going to play there and uh, uh we're right some kids are meeting in the locker room behind the home side, and some are kind of out. And we had this defensive line coach one year, and he was uh, 
he was outside with his four. We didn't have many kids, so his four defensive linemen, and he got this big old tub of Vaseline, and he's rubbing it on their jerseys and shoulder pads to make them slippery so they can't grab them. And Which so, is very legal. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, well, anyway, about hey, the time hey, he's you only won nine games, and t- nobody's checking you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much, for, you know, we'll ask for forgiveness. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. That's the very first time I've even heard of anybody doing that. And I don't know if he's from West West Texas or I don't. Where is that coach doing this? Yes, coach. Yeah. Totally nice. coach. <laughs> yeah. And uh, God rest his soul, by the way. Anyway, he uh, so he's doing this. Well, at the time, our assistant superintendent is walking from the parking lot to the stadium, and she stops and says hi and says, hey, coach, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just rainproofing. You know, it might rain tonight. She was like, well, let me help you. You know? <laughs> He's like, oh no, 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 we're good, we're good, uh, we're all, we're done actually, you know. And wow. so she's like, okay, well, good luck tonight, you know. And she goes, rubbing Vaseline. How good? Oh my god, waterproofing. What yeah, we're all waterproofing them down. What about what about uh, superstitions? You guys, superstitious guys? That's something we've started. Okay, oh let me let me before we answer that, let me ask you this. We're kind of taking a kind of a pseudo poll on something. Okay, coaches on the sidelines, game day. Pants or shorts? Pants. Pants. Boy, I wish anybody listening to this could just seen how straight and cold y'all's faces got. Almost insulted that I asked that question. Because. Ask him why, Jeff Matthews. Uh, There's some coaches that are shorts coach. Now, why are you so married to pants on the sideline? Just uh, demand, demanding uh, the professionalism of our jobs and our sport, and we take it serious. And one out of two, great. It's too hot. <laughs> Some would say it's too hot for pants. It is. It is too hot for pants. So why not a shirt? Not why not shorts? I mean, I guess. I think you know. Again, tradition of of coaches uh, and. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm shorts guy. I'd wear shorts. I mean, I, I'm starting I, a short I, movement right now. Shorts uh, movement. Shorts movement. Hashtag shorts. Let them loose. I, you know, and I've seen them. I've seen some high schools. Saw you know a few college coaches last year try to set the trend and in, in, in wearing wearing shorts during really? games. Uh, yeah, one here in Texas. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, I, you know, right. I, it's just it's a tradition. It's the guys that you know to me and and what I do now. I still have the respect for the guys that I learned from. You know, we talk about we're sitting around here shooting a bull and everything. I learned more football sitting at the bar and with a paper napkin with a lot of those old coaches and, and just shut up and listen, you know, because mm-hmm. they give they give you a lot of advice. But at the same time, it's those coaches that would have never, you know, they wear short, but never on Friday night they would they would see you in a pair of shorts, you know, just again holding the tradition of what of what coaching is. I don't, I, I might be wrong. So good you, answer. In, in a way, you don't want to feel like you're disrespecting Disres- the people that have paved the way before you. The people that came before us. Okay, the keeps the professionalism. Yeah, right way to put it. Yes. Well, so the original it originally started with who? Uh, Matthews. No, no, no. Butter. No, Matthews. But before that, somebody with Dick Olin, maybe. I think it, Dick Golden tried to wear shorts when he came to yeah. Texas, and I think that was the first person that, that ah, he did bring that. that up. And of course, he didn't know any better. He wasn't from Texas, so yeah. but was he from like Iowa or something? Yeah, North Texas, <laughs> but not from Texas. Yeah, not is he? It's all the same. <laughs> oh. So yeah. it, it's been an ongoing thing. So we okay. So I, probably, hopefully, you guys aren't going to beat me up because the look on your face has got pretty serious oh, really I'm, quick. The second I, I said that, your face is just. <laughs> 
yeah, like, like you're ready do to I, do but, work do I, here. Uh, Look down on coaches that are worse. I, don't I just, me. I don't believe you. I'm gonna tell you, I don't I believe don't. you. I'll tell you why. You I guarantee me. you why. If we're across the field from you and my whole coaching staff, I'm a head football coach and I'm on the other side of the football field and my entire coaching staff is wearing shorts. I know darn well you're gonna go uh, look at those clowns. Uh, I'm over probably there. gonna be pissed at you because you're probably cooler than I am. No, so I'm going, you're gonna, right, you're I'm gonna, gonna go. No, if you guys <laughs> lose to these short wearing samamas, I swear you're gonna run till I throw up. That's what's gonna happen. You are gonna look down on it. Yeah. You're going to short shame. That's what it is. Short, <laughs> short shame. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. All right so, okay. I'll, new time. Traditions. Do you have, are you a traditional guy? Or I mean, not tradi- are you a, are you a uh, like, superstitious guy? Are you a, do you have any superstitions that, that, because it seems like, I mean, depending I mean, on the sport or whatever, there's, there's a I lot think, of superstitions in athletics. Superstitions is consistency. Try to be consistent in the things you do. Uh, you know how you work out. You, your workouts are patterned one out how each week, and they go in a certain pattern. Like me, and you know how itineraries. I mean, I, I am a, for time time consuming. I want to be doing certain things at a certain time. If I'm off, if I'm off track, if I'm off track, then it's totally messes up my whole mojo or whatever i think it's messed it up then if i'm in the game and, yeah and then in the game that yeah i've spelled properly <laughs> you know as you're, as you're checking that rooster is there a rooster in the way <laughs> making sure a rooster in the way Cha-ching. but uh no i think just consistency is my biggest tradition i mean you know i, I mean superstition superstition so do you I, game if, day do you have a certain certain ritual that you do that you got to put your left sock on before you ride or you got to you gotta you gotta go eat at the Denny's or the Waffle House or no, something. Or. Uh, some of our coaches they had to go eat at Kelly's every day. I mean every Thursday and eat the chicken fry and all that. And that's why I had the biggest staff in the state of Texas. <laughs> but uh, the one of the biggest I mean, and I don't know, this might sound corny or 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 sucky or whatever, but the biggest tradition that I always had is that before I left my office to go to the field or get on the bus or whatever, uh I looked, I just took a, I took a moment, looked at all my, all the things in the office of what represented kind of where we were and where we'd been and just my little prayer to myself, my family and, and, you know, and to God about thinking, just being thankful for what I had and the opportunity that I had. That was always a tradition. I never left my office without taking that, that 30 seconds to be appreciative of where I was and what I had. I hate you for that because that's, that's such good. a damn good yeah, answer. That's a great I answer. answer. I, I didn't, oh, wanna, I didn't want to get, you, you know, know I hate you, I hate like you that, for but... being so good. Oh, God. You got <laughs> You got to be, be more tainted, right? You, you got you to have some sort of some crazy, some just rituals, right? Well, I mean, not really. I mean, I wear certain color underwear just okay. because of a tradition back from the mark. It just kind of, we kept winning state championships. Yes. Just like so, Jordan wore his North Carolina jersey yeah, under yeah. his Bulls so jersey. You just I mean, buy, you know, as many gray underwear as you can find so we know they're gray okay they gotta be gray gotta be. on you're game not, day they have not, to be you're not a cotton guy right you gotta go like oh no this is boxer brief all the way but gray but they're not they're not cotton are they i don't I have no idea they're you don't underwear want, you know yeah but you don't want swamp ass not you gotta satin. get that dry fat dry fit stuff right oh, nice. i don't know oh, they're great they come in a six-pack they're always trying younger. to convince me all this all this new stuff you gotta try these let me tell you something i'm gonna tell you something right now we got him converted to boxer briefs, and he thanked us afterwards. Let the let the record show. Tell me I'm lying. You talking about those compression things? Boxer briefs. 
they're just boxer braids. They're not compression, but they're just they're not the whitey tidies. Yeah, I've had yeah. Those see, I mean, I podcast to the briefs exactly. The, briefs. <laughs> the, coach, the, the coach's brief. <laughs> the coach's brief. <laughs> so that's it. Just the underwear thing, huh? You know, one thing. This is a. It may be the dumbest thing of all time. Why, if it works, or if it's yours? It just. I don't. I know when we were at Lamarck. I think well, the whole time we were Lamarck, the whole time we were Pearland, I think probably even when I left Pearland, Tony continued to do it there. And then for whatever reason, I continued to do it at Dawson the whole time I was there. Is we would warm up and do – we had the same routine, warm up, talk to the kids, blah, 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 get together, run plays, kick an extra point and go. But the last play we always ran before we kicked an extra point <laughs> – was a play that we don't even we, run. We, don't run. <laughs> we run the option. 32 options. Yeah. <laughs> we, we run, fake the dive, pitch the ball, and let the guy score. All right, extra point. Here we go. And we don't even run that play. And we ran it for the last, what, 29 years as the last play of warm-ups every single game that I ever coached. Gotcha. We gotcha. also had one other one that, that – we continued on from Lamarck. Waddell started it every Thursday workout after we finished workout. That's true. He, we he did it also as well. As you said here, you remember stuff. Yeah. But uh, he would get the offense up, just him and the offense. He goes, okay, this is a play. Okay. Lyle, you take the ball, snap the ball, a quarterback, quarterback. You pitch to the tailback, tailback. You run it over there to the right end, right end. Y'all run reverse. As you're running back, shuffle back to the right guard, right guard, put it between your knees and take it to the center. Center. You run in the center into the in middle end zone, spike it, and y'all all do 10, 10, 10 up downs. Ready break. And just kind of a memorization. And then they'd go set hut. And so here they are trying to run that play. And he would say it that fast. And he would say Our it that friends fast. in Shanghai wow. have no idea what you just said. Wow. I mean, just – and it don't make any – I mean, just it might be y'all do 10 jumping jacks or whatever. I mean, one time I had them go, okay, y'all – uh, snap the ball to the quarterback. Quarterback, you pitch it there, and okay, y'all electric football. So y'all act like electric football. Man. Uh, <laughs> and it was on the end zone. One guy was up on the goalpost. He was vibrating like this, and they were kind of moving, yes. moving around the goalpost. <laughs> you make up some stupid play. Just to, loosen third, them just to loosen up before you broke it and ready to go home. And they couldn't wait. After I, the first time, they could not wait to nah, see what the crazy yeah, play was. I mean, because it, it got tougher on you as a coach because you had to invent a new play every Thursday. I mean, and so that every, makes sense. And, and if it. you're playing to a state championship 16 weeks, you got to invent one every. I mean, and I carried that tradition to Pearland and then we continued on. I know y'all continued to, to Lamarck, I mean, to uh, Dawson. And so that was another fun thing we always did. Just uh, Alan taught us, I'll, I'll tell you anything, Waddell, he taught us to, not take the game so serious. I mean, enjoy what we're doing. Yes. Be very coach, coach your tails off, but bust your butt, but enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy while you're there. He was great with staff. We had so many staff meetings on Wednesday night and Thursday night uh, at a little ice house to just break the, just, you know, break the ice. And, uh, and, uh, just and he was be, right about how, when you're like that as a staff, the kids see it, yeah. they feed off of it and they, they get this relaxed. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it, it raises the level of their play so much because they're not they're not worried about messing up. They just don't want to disappoint you, and well, they you, want to have fun because you're having fun. It's a good way. Coach is competing hard all the time. You just made me feel good. so good because I everybody knows I don't know the first thing about coaching. How I got a coaching job is beyond me. It, it's somebody else is doing. I don't know, Coach Flanagan. He's a saint for giving me a job. But I do know, like, when you guys saying that, like, if I see one of my softball girls, I'm a softball yeah. coach. If I go down there and I see her, if I'm in the third baseline and we're in, a, we're in a game and I'm in the third base box and I see a girl go up to a plate and she's really tight, really just uptight and nervous about the situation, I'll, 
I'll be real over dramatic and I'll call time and I'll stare down. I'll walk her over to me and I'll put my arm around her. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Just just <laughs> something random, right? Just Break to get her ass. mind off of it. Get a just laugh. To, just That's something. It. Yeah. And then, so that makes me feel good that maybe I got, you know, I got one thing right at least. Yeah. 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 Cool. Do you ever guys do anything like that? Like just a, a go-to that's just like, you know, uh, dude over there, he, he's, he, he looks like he's about, he, well, he did just threw up over there next to the training table. Let's go calm him down. What, what? Any unorthodox things have helped or worked for you guys? I don't know. Ever tried anything? Anything stand out? Uh, well, that's a, a million random times. question. Yeah. I understand. Uh, I know well, I had one kid. Sit on that. You got any crazy rituals or superstitions besides? You kind of got to give me a heads up before you point to me over here. I'm just listening. Um, that's the case every episode. I, I think. Sure. But like instead of Kadudi stealing your pants, which he won't do anymore because now he's somewhere week. else. Um, random traditions. Not random, but they're the opposite of random. You have to do them because it's a ritual. No, no, not uh, superstitious. Not really. No, not uh, you know. We talked to the West Orange staff, so you talk about schedules. Yeah. You know, you unbelievable. Know, yeah, they said. So Barry Norton happened to be there too, and he okay. had coached with them all. And so oh, yeah. they started talking about Barry had gone to a practice or something, and he said uh, he had an off week or something. I don't know what the deal was, but he said. I could have run the practice because it was the same as when I was here in the 80s or 90s. And uh, they started talking about the the consistency. And they said, we still do our same Thursday script we've been doing since 1977. Use the same script. And I said, oh, y'all, the same format? And they said, no, the same piece of paper. <laughs> what? They had the same piece same of paper, paper. laminated since 1977. They bring it out even they though they didn't need it and run the same one every Thursday since 77. <laughs> that is consistency. Consistency, but a lot of success. A lot of success. Yeah. yeah. I GA'd with, uh, with Norton. Well, hey, you just dodged that Barry question Norton. too, by the way. We're listening to Eric right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> no, I just was saying, me and Barry Norton worked together a little bit. We had a good time. Barry was a good dude. Yeah. For sure. Tell me, what was, can you tell the story about, uh, you were telling her about when you got uh, recruited with Bradley Dell? Yeah. I mean, I was uh, committed to Ole Miss. Uh, I'd already been there. My dad was from Mississippi, so it was kind of like a good deal. And uh, went there, did my whole trip. They offered me. I went, uh, came back. Uh, wife, girlfriend at the time was going to the University of Texas. Uh, you know, she was all up in arms about being Austin to Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, Grove, baby. And I had two of my really good friends I grew up with that were at Stephen F. And so they were talking to Bradley Dale, that, which I didn't know about. And so he calls me and says, hey, can you come? Uh, you know, can you come and just look at campus? And I was like, well, yeah, when do you want me to come? He's like, well, can you come tomorrow? Well, I said, what's well, Christmas Eve? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, nobody's going to be here, but just come in. I'll show you around. So, great. I, so I go. And Stephen F. It's Stephen F. So wow. I go. And uh, and literally, I pull up, and we get a bunch of beer and an ice chest. And, I mean, obviously, he doesn't recruit like this anymore. But And uh, we allegedly, go. Yeah, allegedly. We go to the Independence Bowl and uh, uh, go to the Independence Bowl, have a great time, come back. Uh He's like, what do you want to do now? I mean, it's Christmas Day, obviously. I'm like, well, I got to go home. It's Christmas. It's like, it's it's Christmas. So I went home and thought about it, and my buddies were kind of, hey, man, you ought to come, man. It's good. We're going to be really good, which we were. We played in the national championship that year. And, uh, 
And so I switched. I switched from Ole Miss to from Ole Miss wow. to SFA. I sure did. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he convinced you to come on Christmas Eve. Yeah. That was a good road trip for the Independence Bowl, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> you might have left something out. No, that was good. That was fun. It's incredible. Fun times. And I mean, I don't regret it. Not one day. I mean, I had GA in with, you know, when I got through playing GA and him and uh, Gene Chizik and me and Norton were together. I don't know if y'all know Dale Carr, but he was there at the time. And uh, man, just great. I had lifelong friends, and some of them still in Nacogdoches. I'm God, a father of their kids. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a decision that put my life and my path in a good situation. So. That's great. So, have yeah. you ever had any other job besides coaching? Oh yeah, right outside was, of school. Uh, not after I graduated. I did work a little bit at a law firm in Austin before I got into it. Uh, I was thinking about going that route, uh, and then I got you know into coaching, and that's once I started doing that, I loved it. Knew that was what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, and outside of all the other you know BS jobs we all had at some point, sandblasting, working at AutoZone, doing crazy stuff like that. You, you ever this sold guy. grass? I mean, yeah. you're selling grass, aren't you? Uh, no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> grass. It's not even real. <laughs> not even the real stuff. Uh, but no, this is a turf guy. Yeah, right? yeah it's turf guy. But before that, no, I mean, yeah, I, I had jobs even while I was coaching. Uh, I, I, uh, mowed a few yards. This cheap son of a gun. I, I driver's ed, and I drove, and I drive by his house, and I, I saw somebody mowing his yard, and I said, "Hey, dude, I'll do it." He would never hire me. He hired another guy. Would never hire me to do it. He was so oh, cheap. No way, I was gonna let him mow my grass. <laughs> Why is that? Why? Is <laughs> no it? Way. Why? Because you know, he he would use it against me. Like I mow your grass. And, uh, he, no way. Oh, no way. Oh so yeah. Bad. No way. Oh, I would have double paid my guy before I paid him. I gotcha. I, gotcha. So I kept telling you, he would never let him mow his grass. But no, I had. Uh, that, Actually, I did it, believe it or not, up until I retired from coaching. Uh, uh, I got back. I had all, you know, when you go to college, you get that regular PE and health and driver's ed certification back in the day. Well, I got those. I later got my history uh, certification, so I did get another one. But my driver's ed, I, uh, I use that when I was first started when i was single i'd do that that was my that was my vacation money i mean really? summer i'd do it six or eight weeks teach some driver's ed and then i'd go on vacation and you know move on down the road well later in life when my kids were getting older well they were taking driver's ed and i walked in one day and uh in one of the driver's ed spot and they goes hey and i go y'all ever hire anybody because kids are fixed to go to college and stuff and i don't want to jump into my money i mean you know sure. a little little you know you got to subsidize a little bit and so uh he hired me so i was doing driving I, and i went past another certification to where i could do the tests oh driver's yeah, test driver's administrator test, mm -hmm. administrator so i did i mean it was you know 10 minutes in a car either you pass or fail pay the man up front let's move on down the road so wow. i did that after that okay wow. so let's be real how much did it cost to get a pass from you <laughs> how fat did that pocket have to get I, mean, I, I plead the fifth uh, I plead the fifth yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you coach you ever had any other jobs besides coaching I don't think we've ever had, had that conversation uh, before yeah I've had a bunch of jobs uh, not a bunch I've had some uh, the, the, probably the one that made me appreciate what I do more than anything is when I was in high school which was uh, yeah, I think I would know that by now but um Everybody else is killing it. Yeah, exactly. What I was uh, worked for a pool company. We did sprinkler systems. Got up at about six o'clock in the morning and met with a couple of guys. And I was partnering up with two guys who that was their career, and they were 
probably mid twenties, and uh, they would work from about nine o'clock till they maybe make it to ten thirty before they had to go smoke their first fatty out there, and then you know they were lighting it up just they like were crazy. Pigs is what you're saying. Yeah, hundred like yeah, percent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Trader so I just be hanging, which was always good for me. I'm just hanging out there waiting on them to you know finish up what they were doing. So which I didn't is hours. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, slow cooking. Yeah, many times they drop you off, say dig a ditch from here to here to there to there to there. To there. I'll be back in four hours and see how you're doing. So, oh man, yeah, it was it was brutal. That's Made me appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Well, you hear so many other coaches that they've been. That's just what they've done forever. Yeah. Their dads have done it. Their grandfather, parents have done it, and, and that's just what they do. You know, and I, I don't know. I, I always hear if there's been other ones because I've I came late to the game. I didn't start coaching until I was in my forties. So it, it's just interesting to hear some of this other yeah. stuff. <laughs> I did it 31 years, and then I got out of it in 17 uh, and uh, had an opportunity to take a new career. So what are you doing so now? So I, I do sports construction. I'm, I'm dealing with sports construction. We, I'm with so Hellas cool. Construction. We do synthetic turf, putting in the turf. Uh, so you can put in uh, some turf in my backyard for I, me. Uh, I can put it, but you probably, wouldn't pay, you probably wouldn't want to pay that price for your backyard. Well, no, no, that's why but, I'm trying. You don't know you this guy. It. He's got a history. He, he's also not only coach, but he's – He's done some other things, made done some money. a few things. But, oh, I went to school. On a scholarship. But no, we uh, oh, we, we've it's a great company. We we do a lot around here in the Houston area. We've got the Texans, the Cowboys, and uh, we're doing actually we're doing Patrick Mahomes' backyard right now as we speak. Sweet, wow! Uh, <laughs> need to just help carry he, bags and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, hey, yes, we'll be glad. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do that because that would that would make you appreciate it if you were out yeah. there. Uh, those guys, I tell you what. Middle well, of that. For, for a signed helmet, I'll, I'll carry bags all day long. There you go, brother. <laughs> any other uh, – any, any – any, what are, what are crazy antics in the coach's office? Guys play pranks on each other. And even if it went against y'all, against each other, have you witnessed any other ones? Any fun – Pranks or or ribs or uh, that one with me in the lottery ticket was pretty good. No, that sounds yeah. pretty epic. That, yeah, actually, that was classic. But, but what's another mm-hmm. one? Any Knipes uh, stories? Y'all didn't do anything with. I mean, <laughs> he did. He came. I can't remember how long we were paralleling before he came back with us. Uh, well, he went off to. Uh, I think, I think probably six. Six, seven years yeah. we were there. And then he, y'all didn't do back. anything ever to Coach Waddell. Coach Waddell? <laughs> I was scared of Coach Waddell. Yeah, we, <laughs> I would be too. We didn't, we didn't do I anything was 23. to him. I, I was like, be too. just whatever you say. Yes, sir. Yes, He's in boss. Galveston now? Brazosport. Uh, Brazosport. Oh, AD. AD. Who is? He's the AD. He's the AD. Is he really? How about that? I graduated from home of Matt Marshall. Did you? Uh, not Brazos Port, Brazos Wood. That's the that's, Bucks. That's the yeah, the Bucks. That's that's. He'd be Mike good. Jackson. We need to get. He'd be uh, great. He'd, he'd be have, really good on here. Oh, yeah, sure. He could tell a lot of stories. Yeah, he was real good sure. about firing coaches during the game, and then when we get back to the school, we've you heard know, a lot of that before. Rehiring too. us. Oh yeah. yeah. How many times that happened in a game? Oh, that's quite a few. That's Danny Ray Hooks was like notorious for that. They, they oh, said they would they would be fired. Three there or was four a Santa Fe game where we all got fired. Yeah, we all all the offensive coaches. We won the game like what was it? I was just saying, it can't be close. 56 six. Mm-hmm. 56 six or something like that. And he fired everybody. <laughs> he gave Tony the, if I'm saying this right, you correct me if I'm wrong, but he gave Tony, uh, was going to call the plays in the fourth quarter because he was uh, at the time, I think he was running back coach. Yeah. And, uh, 
So he said, yeah, you call the plays, good practice for you and all that. And so Tony's like, all right. And, you know, he's like, yeah, but don't, you know, don't throw the ball. We're up by 50 or whatever. And so we're running plays and we got everybody. In, I mean, there's second, third, fourth team in there. And we're the just, others. Others. We're trying to just get the ball down the field, run the clock. So we get one, <laughs> this one situation. It's like third and nine. So he calls boot. And so all we're trying to do is just hit the flat route, get the first down, and then, you know, keep running the clock out. Well, when he catches it on a little fan route, he turns it up the sideline and just – he was 14, but he was really fast. <laughs> he just housed it. Oh, my God. I was like – I told you to run please. the ball. Yeah, they, oh. uh, they all walked away from me and left me down I there did. by myself. I, I took my <laughs> – I, 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 I don't know what to know about. Let me down there by myself, and uh, I, I got a hand. I got a handful, uh, earful. Excuse me, earful on that one. Uh, well, let me ask you this: There seems to be a lot of good stories that emanate from coaching school. That always seems to come up at least once an episode. Remember that time at coaching school? That seems like the beginning of every good story. Is there was this one time at coaching school? Let's see. Uh, how'd that story go? When I'd sit two weeks trying to get all the. I, I, I spent, you know, trying to get all your rooms organized and get every, get all oh, your coaches yeah, set up. Uh, you might have to help them because I, I barely remember it. But uh, it was Fort Worth. I know it's Fort Worth. I remember and, walking down the street. And I got every you get everybody. So I've got all the rooms ready. Well, one of my coaches gets there early and he says, "I don't want a room." He he switches it up, and so he switch, so it messes up the whole order of all the coaches. Switches it up how? Switches. He didn't want to stay in the same room with somebody else. Oh. So he switched it out, and they forgot to put that other person with somebody. And it's like I had an extra room, and so everybody, you know, you know, get there Sunday. Everybody, you know, it's 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 it's, it's 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 brew time. Let's enjoy it. Let's let's go have a good time. Well, I get there probably an hour or two later, and I'm sitting there, and literally I had to spend like two and a half hours trying to get all this crap figured out. That the I was, one room that we didn't have. Was his. Was mine. <laughs> of course. And I had to spend like two and a half hours to get this all figured out. I mean, this is like the first or second year I've been a head coach. And I mean, I felt bad because I unloaded on the dude out there. I go, you blankety blank. I go, you cost me two and a half hours of beer drinking time. <laughs> you better make Boy, it up. Enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, he didn't done anything. He felt so bad. But nah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously, coaching school is a great time. Yeah, we always, and that was another thing with Liddell. You, you would, co- you always, you always had to go to the regional meeting. He required you to be at the regional meeting, and to be at the uh, general meeting. But on that, you know, what he goes, this is our time to enjoy ourselves, and it was kind of we're about to his, be. We're about to be locked up in the closet for hopefully till yeah. December. So it, you know, it so. was fellowship time. I mean, we had a good time and with them, other coaches, and you know, shoot, I've been going to coaching school. I think I well. Other than last year, been there since I was 18 years old, and well, I'm excited. I just registered for coaching school for this year, so we're all set. I'm good. Be my first one. No, you really? Well, I went to the Houston one, but it was in Houston, so it'll be my first one to out of out of school. Yeah, I travel. So I'm excited about it. San Antonio is good. That's a, that's a really good one. Everybody's right there. Not can't go off too far. It's yeah. on the river. Yeah, Flanagan's working on getting us a spot where we can just do this with coaches going all over the place. They're just going to come by and you know drop some stories on us. That's on the river. Yeah, right there in that corner, that uh, Hounds or that British Pub right there. Oh, Mad Dude. Dogs. Mad Dogs. That's your yeah. perfect place. There you yeah. go. There's a good lead right there. 
Yeah. Do we have some new listeners this week from the Netherlands, by the way? Notice that? That was huge. Love it. I appreciate you guys thinking about us. No, thank you. Thank you all for it's, coming out and being on this. I mean, he makes fun of me for saying this every time, but I always mean it. Promise me we'll do this again. And, oh, and, sure. Again. And, you know, and we need to know uh, yeah. who you guys know, who else would be good, and have you guys out back with them. Sure. Without a doubt. And that Without way you can have somebody else to throw under the bus instead of being Yeah, let's, let's throw somebody else under the bus no next doubt. time. That's right. No, that's fine. Make them have to deal and with Maybe we'll get the, I'll get the right location and be on time. And yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I get told, you know, hey, be here at 2, and I'm looking, <laughs> it's 2, 2, 20, 2, 30. Oh, I went the wrong location. I'll be there in 20 minutes. I'm going, <laughs> okay. It's hard to go to the wrong location when you send the location. Yeah, yeah, the address. It, it, was, it wasn't just like, go to that place on the corner. It was terrible. I he thought I had job. the right one. He had one job. You notice that, right? I walked in carrying the equipment, getting, I, I mean, I did everything, right? But it's still never good enough. And, and you sound like Coach Wells back in the days when we worked together. Oh, really? <laughs> I do it all. Okay, nah. I carried him for many years. Did your back hurt? Oh. <laughs> I'm about to have to go to the chiropractor. Well, They're I, full of it, aren't they? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for doing this. This has been awesome. No, appreciate well, y'all. I appreciate all right, it. Thanks yep. for the invite. Anytime. Thank you. Until, until next time. We will see you. The lights are officially off on this episode of Lounge. See you.